Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Hi fans, it's episode 23, we're back from uh, our summer shutdown, the factories have to shut down, we're not allowed to email each other, uh, work on the cars, um, do any testing, and we're back, and what ha- Oh, I'm with Adam and Dan. Yes, yeah you are, well done. Hi. So what happened while we were away? Well, uh, a dentist shot a lion and the world lost their shit! Well, it's understandable because nobody had heard of the lion before it happened. Mm. I think they, anyone upset by this, and obviously, you know, it's not great killing lions, but it happened. Everyone who's getting really upset about it and demanding that the dentist be killed and stuff should have to provide evidence that the lion wasn't a prick because a lot of them are. Yeah, that's true. It's true, actually. It I think mean... also it, it's a an, an object lesson in why you shouldn't give animals names. Because mm-hmm. if if the lion didn't have a name, people wouldn't have been too fast. Especially Probably would never have made the news. But yeah, you give the lion a name, lion. suddenly it's the end of the world. Because everyone personifies him and says, "Oh, this poor little defenseless lion who lives in somewhere where they, another lion killed a human the other day." Uh, nobody nobody talks about that, do they? Yeah, exactly. But everyone says, "Oh, it's it's like Simba from Lion King." Well, what if he was like Uncle Scar? Yeah, all I'm saying. The, is, right, the Lion King is very unrealistic because Uncle Scar, the moment Simba's dad died, would have eaten Simba. That's how it works. Well, yeah, it's probably true. And Cecil probably ate some other random lion's kids. Because yeah, lions are dicks. Well, but I mean, it it wasn't like he killed a woman lion, which are the better ones, because the men just sit around all day and expect the women to go out and do the hunting. Fuck them. Yeah, so in some ways, he this dentist could be a, a feminist. He's just very, very progressive. Yeah, but also, what's the opposite of progressive? Yeah, it's what I, I, like. Did did you hear his uh, his apology? Saying that we should shoot both. No, no. His his basic his apo- the, the basic gist of his apology was that he was sorry that he shot a lion with a name that people cared about, mm. which is like That's the best honest. kind. It's the best kind of non-apology. It's the when somebody like tells a really offensive joke that upsets people and do the oh, I'm sorry that you got offended or I'm sorry you misunderstood what I said. Mm. It's it's just. Like classic failure to apologise properly. I wish I hadn't got caught. Yeah, it's basically if you don't mean it, don't apologise. Don't apologise just because you feel obliged to. If you're not actually sorry. His uh, his excuse was that he thought he was allowed to shoot that lion, and he sort of missing the point. Really, people weren't upset that he killed a lion when he wasn't allowed to. It was just that they were pissed off that he shot a endangered animal called Cecil. Called Cecil, yeah. It's probably the first time someone's given a crap about someone being called Cecil being killed. Uh, I think it's probably the first time somebody called Cecil has been killed. Mm, quite possibly. Normally I don't think people really could care enough. Do Americans still pronounce it Cecil? Almost certainly. Uh, well, it deserves to be killed if it's called Cecil. Yeah. Yeah, but it's South African, so it's not called Cecil. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what else happened in the world while we were off on our holidays? Absolutely um, nothing. Well, Tesco banned Ribena. Did they? Yeah, you can't buy Ribena in Tesco's anymore. How I thought that wasn't it only the um, the full strength stuff. Oh, I don't know. I think it was only the full strength stuff. I think Isn't... you can still buy the like sugar free Ribena. Well, you'd be a fucking idiot if you bought that anyway. I was going to say that's barely Ribena. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't know about the um, the light Ribena. 
Mm. Well, I'm going to start hanging around outside Tesco's flogging Ribena to people. And I'm going to get kids hooked on the cartons and then push them up to the two-litre bottles with you know, with the foil top. Mm. And then they could use the uh, foil to cook up some heroin to inject as well. Which I will also That's sell them. Fine. So I'm just going to use Ribena as a gateway drug uh, to get people just fucked up on smack. You're a terrible human being. Well, at least I'm realistic. At least I haven't shot a lion called Cecil. <laughs> at least you haven't given a mealy-mouthed apology for it. Yeah, exactly. If I shot a lion called Cecil, I'd fucking own that. I'd say, yeah, he was smug, he was a prick, and you never even heard of him before I shot him, so he should be thanking me. He said horrible things about your mum. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I saw him hanging around with a load of hyenas and planning to kill the king, so actually, done a lot of good here today. Yeah, it's about the big picture, really. Yeah, exactly. And who's to say that line wasn't um, a part of ISIS? Nobody. Exactly. No one has said that. Nobody no, has. I haven't heard anybody say that. ISIS haven't officially come out and denied that he was uh, working on a terror plot. So mm. it's only fair to assume that he was. Yeah, um, that stands up. Sp- speaking of false apologies, we probably do owe the world one because uh, last episode we did a little quiz and I cut in in production uh, the Blind Date theme tune. Then. A couple of days later, in Spain, who's found dead in a ditch but still a black. So we basically killed her. I, think... I feel quite guilty about this. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why, because I despised Blind Date when it was on. Well, I think everybody did, probably including the people who were on it. Oh, yeah, you mm-hmm. hated it at the time, but you look back now and thought, mm, that's probably not that bad. No, I, I think no, I still hate creepy. it. All right, well, fair enough. Yeah. It, it, it was very creepy when you actually watch it and like the questions they were asking and the responses people were giving and you just thought I don't think I'd want to go near any of these people let alone on a date with them did you see um, the reboot that they tried to do no no. it was must have been I don't know early 2000s when it had been off air for a couple of years and they tried to bring it back but with like a modern big it was after it was sort of post big brother and TV had changed and uh, so they brought it back, and instead of just um, making mildly flirtatious uh, questions and stuff behind a screen, the woman would go out on a date with the three men, but they would be wearing like coloured gimp masks, so you couldn't see their faces. So it was literally from that point. Well, not literally a blind date. She just couldn't see what they looked like. And then was this um, was this individual dates or one date? I, I don't know. I think it was like one date, but they like tagged tagged in and out. I think. <laughs> okay, it's getting worse by the minute. Um, uh, and yeah. then and and they sort of had to do challenges and stuff. And then are you sure one, this is a real thing? Well, the more I'm saying, the more I'm wondering if I dreamed it. But like there was. Uh, Did you take some of your own Ribena heroin, Smack Graham? No, I haven't even produced that yet. Ah. And I have to verify that you're not making it all up. I want to see this. I don't want to see this. I'm sure I didn't dream it. We're not. You talk amongst yourselves. So, Dan, what have you been up to? Um, What have I been up to? Yeah, that's what I asked. Yes. It's not a difficult question. Well, you say that. It's proved quite challenging. Um, Been playing a lot of cricket. Um... Oh, so you, went... you were selected for the England squad in the end, then? 
Yes, but unfortunately they dropped me because even I, I was shitter than even them. Um, I went to a thing called the Battle Proms, which was quite cool. The what? Um, well, I consider myself quite lucky, actually. Um, so it's, you know, a classical music concert in the park with my family. And um, they had a um, a live Spitfire do a fly past. And somewhat miraculously, it didn't crash into us and kill all of us. So oh, um, I'm actually feeling pretty lucky. Yeah, not so bad at all. Yeah. Oh, that's that's uh, a success. Yeah, they had 200 battle reenactors with um, sort of fake, well, not fake, real, but not authentic muskets that they've made. And so hang, on, hang on, which battle were they reenacting? Uh, Waterloo. Right, okay. So why were years. the Spitfires flying past? That's a bit of an anachronism. I, I'm not really sure, but it was quite cool, so I was prepared to forgive it. Sounds like a complete sham to me. Nah, rule of call applies to most things, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. They had cannons as well, and I've no idea. No, I suppose they must be fairly accurate. Um, yeah, that's they probably accurate. Yeah, they had cannons. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. But mostly, it was basically about making loud noises and playing classical music and all the, you know, the one, the songs you've heard of, which is what you want from a classical music concert. Yes. Yeah, because there aren't many of those. Nope. They played all of them. I am uncultured. Yes. So what have you been up to? Uh, I've mostly been not going to work because I'm working part-time at the moment. It's brilliant. I hate you so very much right now. Yes. Um, because I should have finished work, but I was asked to stay on to wait cover until they got somebody else in. And I said, do you mind if I do three days a week? And they said, no, that's fine. So I'm doing three days a week. It's great. Yeah, hate you so much. Uh, well, I think that's probably a common sentiment um mm. but it, it's it's been quite good uh, although the weather has been pretty shit every day i've had off so far so that's some consolation yeah. for you so presumably this means i'm the only person that actually has to put pants on five days a week because you neither you or, nor graham have to yeah I, I imagine that's probably the case only once in the what, 18 months now I've been working from home have I um, started working my pants and even then I put my trousers on within half an hour Yeah, to be fair, I don't really tend to sit around in my pants uh, yeah. it's not really been hot enough to warrant it, to be fair As soon as I get up I get dressed Yeah, People walk around like just in their pants are weird I, I, mean, I, I have like, done when it's like if it's, when I get up and it's really hot Sometimes I'll put shorts on instead of trousers then I'll go and yeah. get changed later, but I don't just walk around in my underpants because you sit down on the sofa and your balls flop out. Yeah, that's tr well, I mean, I guess that depends on the, the exact nature of your underwear. I insist on wearing underwear that allows that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Necessary ventilation. Yeah. Oh, you're crushing my dreams here. Um, I'll, I'll cope with work. Mm, well, speaking of crushed dreams, I think I maybe imagined <laughs> that fine date. Um <laughs> I would love it, though, if it was the only thing so awful that they had to literally delete it from the internet. Yeah. I can't find I can any... Because I believe that. It does sound worse like... than Spills 1 and all that. Because Scylla Black quit because she was so, so pissed off with what they'd done to the format, but I can't find any evidence of this online. So what you're saying is they didn't broadcast the weird GIMP triple date TV show <laughs> that you imagined. Well, I think they did, but I think it's just the internet has, I don't know, it's just blacked it out. I think um, a Men in Black flashy thing has ha occurred. Right, they didn't blank didn't out to me. the ponies stuff. They didn't blank out oh, the yeah, thing exactly. I'm about to talk about 
I'm pretty sure it didn't exist. Hmm. But anyway, so Silver Black's dead, and uh, the the world carries on spinning. Which is just as well because that would be an awful lot of power that she had otherwise. Hmm. Silver Black is very confusing though because you know people about as old as we are remember her for god awful blind dates and god awful variety shows after that. But apparently she was like super popular when she was younger. Yeah, she was massive singing star in the sixties, wasn't she? Yep. Yeah, it would be like like if, I don't know, Cheryl what's her name got into trash TV and everyone hates her again. Cheryl Crow. No. Um Cheryl from Neighbours. Cheryl from Girls Loud. Cole, yeah. yeah. Well not I, Cole. No. I ran out of other Cheryls to say. It's what was the one thing. from Record Breakers? Oh Cheryl Baker, yeah. That's the one. That Cheryl Tweedy as well. She's famous somehow. Well, that is no. Cheryl Cole. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, doubling up on my Cheryls here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, cheap laughs. Don't cheap. need to say it, do we? No. So, uh, what else has happened in the world since we're away? Um, uh, well, there was the the hilarious, tragic, or indifferent news, depending on your perspective, that. Uh, seemingly not as well known as I had thought it was dating site for people who wanted affairs Ashley Madison uh, got their stuff hacked and subsequently released um, and it has resulted in lots of people having to defend why they had accounts on there and honest I wasn't trying to cheat or have an affair I was purely doing research gov kind of stuff um, and it has now been relatively clearly established that the vast majority of accounts on there were men. Hmm. Yeah, wasn't it the, like fifteen hundred women? Well, yeah, like there were. It was supposed to be like I think it was eighty-five percent. There was like thirty million accounts, and eighty-five percent of them were men, which had already hmm. been established. But now it looks like about eighty to ninety percent of the women's accounts were fake. They were either bots or set up by the the company itself to make it look. Like there were lots of women on the site when in actual fact there weren't. Um, so it looks like there were about like 25 million men trying to arrange affairs with about 1500 women. Get tired, wouldn't they? Well, yeah. Um, and un- unsurprisingly, there's been some disquiet amongst the former male members of the site on the basis that they had to pay for using it. Hmm. And it turns out the whole thing may have been a bit of a scam. Because on one hand, fuck them. Uh, tough shit. But on the other hand, I don't think I really want hackers being the arbiters of what no, is morally that, acceptable. Well, this is the thing that I don't like, because one of the things that they pointed out was that quite, I mean, a proportion, I'm not going to say the majority because it's clearly not, but a proportion of the people who were using the site weren't doing so to have an affair. They were using it because of what was supposedly the discreet nature of the service that was provided Mm. because they were doing so because they didn't want people to find out about whatever their particular activities were. And yeah, so to have some random people just go, well, we think this is morally wrong. We're going to release this to, you know, shut down all these cheating bastards. Like, do you really want some random, probably teenagers on the internet just deciding that all of yeah. it's fair game? Yeah, because you have something... I mean, that's fairly clear-cut. You'd have a hard time arguing that it was morally acceptable 
But then what if it was a swingers site that was for people who were consenting and were happy to be on there just because some hackers disagree with and say that that's not acceptable? But even even with the Ashley Madison one, like it's the collateral damage from the people who weren't using it to mm. have affairs. They were using it for other reasons who, like, they've got no way of proving that they yeah, weren't yeah. going to cheat. And their information is all out there now and probably credit card information as well. Yeah. Which, you know. And there's no indication that it was all active members. So if somebody no. used it years ago, is now in a different relationship, they've now got to explain yep. why they're on there. So it's, uh, yeah. No it's good can come of this. Somewhat sadly, comically, in that vein, um, apparently there's a uh, a very influential um, Christian couple that do YouTube videos and stuff. Oh yes, I saw that. All one. about their um, how wonderful, wonderfully Christian they are. And uh, yeah, guess who had an account? Well, yeah, but yeah, it's okay somebody because... just signed up with his email address. That doesn't. Well, no, mean... he, he paid for it and stuff. And oh, is it actually? Yeah. Rate uh, but, it, but it's okay because he asked God for forgiveness, and God said, "Yep, no worries, mate. You're sorted. Okay. Uh, so it's all okay now." That's basically a loophole, isn't it? Yeah, mm. he's genu- he's God's genuinely sorry that he set up that account to cheat on his wife, yeah. uh, and and he's been forgiven for it. See, God and his wife need to get together and say, "We're not having your shit anymore, mate. We're not going to forgive you." Yeah, pretty much. Because God is very much like a, a kind of abused spouse. In what um, way? When the, he's he's always taking mankind back. Always, yeah. oh, I, I'm sorry, God, I didn't mean to you know, cast the first stone or whatever I did. Uh, I won't do it again. He's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take I'll you back. I still love you. And we go out and do it the next week and then go and confess it all again on Sunday. He should just say, no, you know what? Fuck it. You're all done. I'm done with you people. Yeah, you, you're on your own. That's what I'd do if I was God. Apparently there was a sect of Christians in the 17th century who decided to, to go the full hog on this. And their teaching was basically, do whatever the fuck you want, just make sure not to die yeah. unexpectedly. And when you're on your deathbed, we'll do the whole Christian ceremony, baptism, blah, 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 and you go home. Everyone needs to put in a hundred quid so they can fly a priest out to wherever you happen to be dying. Yeah. Rapid response priest team. <laughs> Helicopter them in like the SAS. And uh, yep. bosh, absolved, off you go to heaven, mate. Yep. But the thing is, right, everyone always says, like, you know, well, you know, it doesn't work like that because you have to be genuinely sorry. Yeah, but if you're if, dying, if, then yeah, you if you're, be, if you're yeah. dying and you think this is my only chance, you're going to be pretty damn yeah, sorry. About yeah, yeah. It. Yep. So, yeah, that's a loophole, kids. If you want to get into heaven, top tips do what you like. Uh, be remorseful at the end. Job done. Sorted. This feels a bit like the sections where we pretend to be lawyers, except worse in literally every way. Yeah, uh, I mean, no, it's actually much better because there is no legal requirement for us to have any qualifications or certification in order for us to give out religious advice. Yeah, that's true. Actually, do you reckon this qualifies us as a charity? Oh yeah. Well, we're certainly not profit. Yeah, yeah, we're not profit. We're dispensing religious wisdom mm. to the masses. Through like, unconventional channels to reach we have we have audience. we have followers yeah. who who listen to our sermons. You see, the only the only problem is that like we really need to relocate to the US if we want to do this because they have much more like generous rules for for religious organisations. We can get all kinds of perks over mm. there, whereas here it's much more limited. There's still some pretty good tax breaks, I think. That's true. Um, you might uh, be able to like get a church or something, and you get to molest some kids. Let's, I think it's um, optional. Oh yeah, you don't have to, but it's nice to know the options there, I guess. 
Okay, moving sure. swift. Um, in related news, Adam, you distract him while I call the Operation New Tree, yeah? I'm not famous enough for you, tree. I'd be uh, maybe Birch Tree. Mm. So I have been thinking about films. Have you seen any films? Uh, yeah, I've seen some films. They're good, aren't they? They are, they're pretty mm. good. Mm. Well, I thought of a film which I think actually doesn't exist. And I can't remember if I've talked about it on the podcast or not. If I have, then uh, we've got some time that we need to fill. So let's hope I haven't. But my plan is, and if anybody wants to write this out as a screenplay and give it to me so I can sell it to Hollywood and keep 90% of the money because it's my idea, that'd be super. But uh, we're going to start with a detective. And he's, um, you know... Loeb, his wife's left him, but he's on a mission, so he needs to solve what, this. What, what this sort crime. of era are we talking about here? Um, I think it would fit anywhere, but probably you know present day. Okay. So he's uh, he, he probably drinks because you know you got to get the you got to get the uh, tropes in, haven't you? Very very noir so far. He's desperately trying to catch this serial killer, okay. and uh, they can't pin him down at all, and he's been at large for a long time. And uh, so it's detective, and it's driving him mad because he can't, you know, he, he can't get to this guy, and he's he's taking it really personally. And people are telling him just, you know, just well, not let it go because that's bad policing, <laughs> but you know, don't take it to heart. We'll we'll get him. Don't worry. Um, bringing in the FBI, all of this stuff, and uh, he's he always seems to be sort of one step behind him, but he can really get inside the the killer's head and. Then it's like the killer is leaving messages for him, and he's like directly speaking to this detective and taunting him. And then, uh, spoiler alert: big twist is that he's got, um, you know, like Fight Club syndrome, multiple personalities, and the killer is him, but like at night. That's actually pretty cool. It's good, isn't it? Mm. And I can't find that as a real thing that's happened. Which I was is trying to think of. I mean, I can think of a couple of films that have done the whole Fight Club thing, but not in that context. Yeah, a detective trying to catch a serial killer, turns out it's him. That's fucking awesome. Hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that. I've caught you both by surprise, haven't I, by having a yeah, genuinely I good idea. This, I, I was expecting there to be a fart joke at the end or something like yeah. that. No, it turns out it's him, and then you've got the big reveal, which is, you know, like the Fight Club twist, where suddenly he's going to discover that like so a witness is going to come forward and they're going to like lose their shit and start screaming when they see him and nobody's going to know why and then like he's going to find out it's him all along and then at the end of it he'll probably kill himself because that's how it's got to go really he is a serial killer it makes sense yeah he'll kill himself and like string himself up for the police to find him mm. and then but they'll never make the connection that the serial killer was him so I I don't really know how, and I can't be bothered to write a screenplay. So what I'm going to think is if I just go with the casting done, uh, I'm thinking probably Liam Neeson for uh, the detective. But okay. with, and here's the real twist: he doesn't punch anyone. Wow, that's no one will see that coming. Does yeah. he speak in a normal voice? Um, his normal voice is sort of weird Irish, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that would work very well. We need a zany sidekick, because otherwise it's not going to be a very good madcap comedy, is it? 
Oh, it needs <laughs> okay. Uh, I think uh, Kevin James. Yeah. Mm, Not his work. Or Rob Schneider. No, Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah. Other, um... uh, the love interest will be uh, Jennifer Nicole Lawrence. Mm, no, I'm going Jennifer Lawrence to add some credibility. She's an Oscar winner. True. That does leave quite a big age gap. Oh, yeah. Okay, she can be his daughter, who um, his partner is... Um... Maybe she starts to suspect... Oh yeah. Well, no, no, okay. So and she's then, dating then, his partner. No, no, no. So she starts. He murders his something. partner. No, she starts to suspect something based on his behaviour, and then like there's the thing of like, will he track her down and kill her? Yeah, and like he gets her captured, and he's going to kill her, but then the detective side of the personality like snaps out of it and stops it happening, and ends up killing himself. Yeah, that's yeah, a that, good. That uh, that's a good good ending twist. Um, Channing Tatum. Because that's quite a fun name to say. I don't have any idea who he is, but he sounds like he but should be a wrestler. He's got his partner, and he's dating. Um, oh yeah, so he's going to kill the partner. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, idea. so the, the partner dies quite early because, frankly, who doesn't love murdering Channing Tatum? True um, that. I mean, you could have it. You could have him like die in the post, you know, in the pre-credits. Yeah. Bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, that but, can like, be the setup. But you well, only no, see, you only that, see that, the back of Liam. Yeah, that can head. be the setup because the, the the guys that's the big that's the setup for the film is the guy's partner who's also dating his daughter gets murdered at the start of the film. And who's also yeah, his adopted yeah. son. <laughs> that gets a little creepy. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's leave the incest out of this. Um, but no, that sounds really good. Okay. Right. Well, um, let's get in. Uh, who could direct it? Who's a good director? Let's get Christopher Nolan in. Let's uh, let's not fuck about. I don't know. Yeah. Is, is Nolan really the man for a man? Uh, it's, a, it's a bit too much uh, memento, isn't it? He's been there yeah. and done that. Do you know who needs to direct this? Adam who? Sandler. Oh, fuck off. No. <laughs> he never needs to direct anything ever again. You know Pixels? I haven't seen it, I nor, don't, I don't nor do I want to, to but it the concept, you think, that that could be quite good. And then yeah. as soon as you find out that not only is Adam Sandler in it, but basically his production company made it, you think, no, because he can't be bothered anymore, and that's no. a shame because he made some good films, not great films, but some some enjoyable ones. And then everything since Click has just been him waving his dick about, going, "Look how much money I've got, and I can do whatever I like," which I mean, is great for his, him. Yeah, from his point of view, fair play. But yeah, yeah. From everyone else's point of view, please stop. If he's you know if mm. he wants to, if he you know he's bought the house, he can put shit on the walls if he wants to. I don't want to sit and watch it. Yeah. yeah, he did make some funny movies though. Um, the golf one was good. Happy Gilmore, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that's probably his best. I think I enjoyed Big Daddy as well, and um, basically it's... anything pre-click where he's not doing a stupid voice is good. The football one, he was doing a stupid voice, and it mm. was deeply weird. But some of the other things in it were funny. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I count that as a bad one. Little Nicky was fucking awful, but that was very much a stupid voice. Uh, what was the other good one? Um, Mr. Deeds, that was good. I enjoyed that. Fifty First Dates was good. It was nice. I've not seen that. Oh, I like that one a lot. That's a good film. It made he me... was in Fifty First Date. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, oh. it made me fall deeply in love with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good film. I like that one. And uh, I'm sure he did one other good film. Oh, The Wedding Singer. That was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, at best, they topped out as all right. Yeah, I mean. I wouldn't have gone to see any of them at the cinema, but when they turn up on Channel 5 at 10 past 11, and I don't want to go to sleep, 
that'll do. Mm-hmm. Kill a couple of hours and then. Uh, yeah, fair point. And then uh, I watched Click, and that was fucking awful. Have you seen that one? That's where no, he gets I, the remote control where he can rewind stuff. And I'm not sure I've time. consciously seen any of his films. Yeah, you're not missing one. They're, they're like infectious. You're not missing out on a lot, but they're not awful. But then everything since Click has been really bad. Especially what's the one where he wears a fat suit and plays four parts. Wasn't that Eddie Murphy? No, he well he did a Murphy. Um, oh Christ! Jack and Jill, I think it's called, and I don't. Know, maybe he didn't wear a fat suit, but he certainly he dressed up as a woman and played the twin of a himself. And I think as soon as you're starting to dress up as a woman for comic effect in a film, you've jumped the shark, haven't you? It's got mm-hmm. a three point four on IMDb. I haven't seen it, but from what I understand, that's generous. And I think there either was, or is going to be, or was going to be, and then somebody saw Sense, uh, a Jack and Jill 2, I think. Uh, let's have a look. Well, this, it's no longer no longer listed as a future film for him, so that presumably What's... means it's not going to happen in the near future. Mm. But he, uh, he consistently pulls in a huge amount of money with every film oh, yeah. he makes, and I mean, he's, he's, his yeah, films it's... are very cheap. Yeah. It's like, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Tyler Perry. Who? Tyler Perry. He's the the um, like black guy who does all like the Madia films and Tyler Perry's X Y Z films that are massively successful because they like do really well with black audiences, especially in the US. But they're ridiculously cheap to make. Right. Um, I have no idea who that like, is. He did, a, and, he did a fat suit one as well. All right, well, good for him. Is that White Girls? Yeah, he did that as well, I that, think. Well, no, that was uh, the Wyans Brothers, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was the Wyans Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Similar sort of thing, though, is it, I guess? Yeah, it's the, it's the same thing. You know, who's um, the other guy who did a lot of that? Martin Lawrence, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Who? He was also in Bad Boys, so... Uh, yeah, I don't really like Bad Boys. No, it's got uh, a little too much Will I Smith. I think I didn't... Well, I don't think there is such a thing as too much Will Smith. I think Will He's Smith fine. is... He's... On the subject of which, can we just please take a moment to recognise the stories that came out last week or the week before about the potential reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's going to be a disaster, being, but... being, Well, yeah, being fronted by Will Smith's production company. Yep. He's going to be... Which is somehow that much worse. Yeah, because like, if anyone should know better, it's him. Yeah, mm. like... That that show is one of those things that is a complete product of its time and will never work in any other context with any other people in it. Oh yeah, yeah. You just absolutely. couldn't. There's no other way in which you could do that other than the way it was originally done. You realise, of course, that his son is going to get cast as. That's what terrifies me. And well, he's going to be Uncle Phil or something. That's the only thing that would make any logical sense. Would be that he's just doing it as a vehicle for his kid. Which that's is the only thing that would make any sense. Days. It would be awful, because his kid is deeply weird. Well, he's not a very good actor, either. Well, I watched Mm. uh, another good film recently. Have you seen Spy with Melissa McCarthy um, and Miranda Hart, for some reason? And I didn't expect very much, and it is one of the funniest films I've seen in a long time. It was hilarious. It was proper laugh-out-loud funny many times Mm. throughout the film. I was really surprised. And it made me think that the new Ghostbusters is in good hands. 
Mm. It's, it's the I'm, same I'm really same guy writing and uh, and directing it and it's producing it. Melissa McCarthy is is very funny. Uh, well, I think the new Ghostbusters looks good because you you see like the occasional shots from the set and everything, and everyone looks like they're having a really good time. Well, I, I think that is uh, that's a worry because like you watch a film like the other one that I've watched recently, Hot Tub Time Machine Two, where you know you have the outtakes at the end of like during the credits where everyone is really enjoying themselves and having a great time. Invariably, the audience is sitting there thinking, well, I'm glad somebody enjoyed this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think necessarily that people enjoying themselves on set is a necessarily a good sign because it could well be that it's kind of all they can do. Yeah, you've got to, you to translate that into the camera and out into the celluloid... Maybe that's all. Uh, maybe that's their, their desperate attempts to keep themselves motivated, and what they know is a tragic train wreck of a film. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah, I, I'm looking forward. To I think I think it could be pretty good. So, uh, well, we've talked about films for quite a long time without really saying anything of any value. Uh, mm-hmm. So, pretty much the hallmark of the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. So, let's. Um, speaking of things that add no value, here is a link that a listener sent us, which he would like us to talk about I don't know why I haven't watched this video yet so I've just sent you a link um, he seems to have got us confused with another podcast and he's basically sent us a life hack I think and said that we should discuss it the message he sent us was you should review this technique on the podcast to try and get an extra star retrievable upon the start of the zombie apocalypse okay. from the start screen of the video, I am worried that we're going to watch these two gentlemen cut someone open and harvest their organs. Well, no, as, as far as I can tell, well, I mean, the title of the video sort of gives it away a bit, uh, yeah. but it's how to open a can without a can opener, which seems like, it says it's but a zombie survival video, tip. The... I don't think a zombie apocalypse would mean that all the can openers just disappeared. Um, also, if maybe I'm maybe they don't know that, that. Maybe they don't know that like hand operated can openers exist. Uh, it's America, I suppose they all have the electric ones. Don't yeah. They? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my laboratory. Where safety is number one. Oh, it's some very What's foreign up, men. My laboratory. That's Alec laboratory. That's my Russian friend, and his laboratory. They're Russian. Have a lot of okay. tools, and I'm gonna do only most epic. Experiments I'm pretty sure I've seen these guys before dicking around with liquid nitrogen in saucepans. So <laughs> for some reason I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> I know I've seen some Russian men dicking about with uh, liquid nitrogen in saucepans, and it might have been them. God, there's three minutes of this. That's what the fuck has he got? He's got a bazooka round there. That's not a can of food. Has that got Arabic writing on it? Could be. I wouldn't open that. I would leave that seal, I don't know what's going to come out of that. Okay, well yeah, they're definitely Russians then. So in the zombie apocalypse, I'm trying to survive, and I found the can. Like, you know, the meat. <laughs> and I'm really starving, and I have nothing to open with. No tools whatsoever, but I have a lot of concrete. And the moral for this, really, is just make sure you've got a can opener with you at all times. Yeah, or, or apparently some bricks. Well, do you obey this rule? Do you always have a can opener or some bricks? Not the bottom, but the top, on top of a concrete. You know the can opener attachment on a pen knife? Has anyone ever managed to open a can with one of those? I don't even know how you would go about doing that. Okay, that's that works. Um, I, I, no, I understand the principle, I just, it takes like months. It's just melted the plastic, the metal a bit. 
You see how all the edges are coming out now? And you squeeze it a little bit. Remember, you can. It looks like a pretty good knife. method for you removing the top of your thumb. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. That looks fucking disgusting, too. Guess what? Cat gonna survive too. Oh, the cat likes it. Okay, so, okay well, he's doing it again. Right, I think I think we've understood the principle here. I don't know that we need to watch it a third time, do we? Just squeeze a little bit. How many minutes Every left? Of cat this? We've got uh, a minute of this left, so I'm not sure what value they're going to add. Um, yeah, he's going to take his thumb off. Yeah. Now you can survive. I'm looking forward to that. That's pretty much it. Let us know what do you think. Coming well, that seems to be all the bits that are relevant. Right. To the it says that's it. There's still 40 seconds to go. I'm going to. No, I'm going to stop there. That's... Well, so to sum up, for people who haven't bothered to uh, click the link in the description of the podcast type, what's the words? You know, when you do a podcast and it says words about it, whatever that thing is, the information. Uh, show there's a link in there. Oh yeah, they call it show notes, don't they, pricks? Um, well, yeah. You sort of rub a can on a brick and then squeeze it a bit, and the lid pops off. Yeah, and mm. then uh, and that somehow helps with zombies. You can you can oh. take the lids because they are sharp edges, and you can use them to decapitate the zombies. Well, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, you give them a paper cut, and they'll probably be as effective. Yeah, but like, where are you going to find paper in a post-apocalyptic wasteland? You're not. You're going to find canned food. Have you mm. never played a zombie survival game? Canned food everywhere. Never come across any paper. Or can openers. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Dan, you've um, got 900 links um, of some stuff that you saw on Twitter. It's it's literally one story, um, and it's kind of gross. And I know you're skipping out the really gross thing. So um, let let's go with the tweets. Okay, well, why why don't you read them out for us then? And perhaps give us some context so we're not just reading random Twitter links. There's way too many links for me to click on. Just uh, you, you summarize. Yeah, give me the TLDR. So basically, this is a story of a um, a lady who worked in animal services, uh, claiming or sort of helping remove stray lizards, because apparently in America that's a thing. They used to have lizards fucking everywhere, and she gets called into a hospital to. Hang on, if I pull up the Twitter stream, I'll let you be able to read all this at once. That's clever. It's a wonder of modern technology. Yeah, I, I suck at Twitter, let's be honest. I thought there was a way you could like embed the tweets, but you clearly can't. You could have storified it. What the fuck Let's not get complicated, you won't yes. be able to code. Do ECDL. Do I what? Oh god. <laughs> Come on, Ode. Is your dial-up or something? No, this, the person who posted it just posted a lot of tweets, so I'm trying to... Why didn't you favourite them or something? Why did I... I don't know, I'm not good at Twitter, I'm... I'm not bad at the internet, but mostly I just find... Well, I think the evidence is strongly against you on that one. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. Are you on the internet? Have you worked out that much? Have you done... Have you dialed your modem? Connected. You know porn? Yes. I'm aware of yes. it. I would very much, if you want to enjoy porn, recommend not having a daughter at any point in your life. Because I was uh, perusing the other day and um, a video appeared and one of the actresses in it was called Izzy. And I thought, well, there's absolutely no way I'm watching that. 
So, nope. I mean, it could have been worse. I could have called her, like, Devon or Jugs or something. September. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, I've opened I mean, all the links. I, I, think, I think it would have raised more issues about with you than anything else if you named your daughter Jugs. Or Crystal. With a K. Yeah, man. Really, yeah, I like the Scandinavian like... system where there's a list of allowed names, and if your name isn't on there, fuck you. It just seems that much more sensible than letting people go hog wild. Do you know, choosing a boy's name is really difficult, it turns out. We still haven't... Well, no, I'm not a fucking <laughs> masochist who wants to... Well, it's be a sadist, wouldn't it? But I'm not inflicting that on him. Um, it turns out all of the names for men that I like have been either taken by somebody who I know very well, and it would be weird because... It's effectively naming it after somebody, or oh what? So you're not going to call him Adam? I'm fucking uh, outraged. Well, that leads me on to the second thing, which is um, <laughs> it's been ruined by pricks. <laughs> I walked right into that one. <laughs> you very much did, yeah. <laughs> so, have you loaded these tweets yet, or what? Yeah, I just thought this was much funnier than my tweets, to be honest. So I, I rolled with it. Do, um, go on then. So th this is the story of a, um, a lady called uh, Chainan who um, used to work for a, a sort of lizard collection agency. Um, well, not agency. Um, they went and, and fetched lizards that were worrying people. So they get a call from uh, <laughs> and a local <laughs> Like, See, it's funny already. Do you, do um, you think your mortgage payments might go up in the next six months? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You, are you sure you get enough vitamin C? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so she gets a call from an A&E to say, uh, what the fuck do we do? There's a man here with a lizard in his leg. And she goes, what? what? I have no idea what you're talking about. Whatever, we'll come over there. She um, she goes into the hospital and says, hi, we're here with the, uh, the reptile rescue lot. Um, can you show us to where this lizard is? And so there's, um, they come into this room, they find eight people uh, standing around, uh, a person on a bed, looking freaking horrified. There's blood everywhere. No one is doing anything, touching anything. The guy is just sitting there, high, high as a kite on drugs, um, painkillers. Everyone's going, what? And there's a rescue, what the hell do you need us for? It's in his leg. What? And this little lizard sticks, um, sticks its head out of this, a hole in this guy's leg. It tried to bite a nurse. We don't. We don't know what the fuck to do with it. Hit it with a hammer so, like a whack a mole, isn't it? Well, no, but it's in his leg. Hit his leg. Yeah. Apparently, he'd been um, climbing on a mountain, camping, and he'd woken up and found this lizard sort of hissing at him and being all scary. So he tried to stab it with a um, a, a massive knife, and had missed the lizard and stabbed <laughs> it in the leg without killing himself. Needless to say, this freaked the lizard the fuck out. So the lizard did the first thing that came naturally to lizards and um, ran to the nearest hole. And inside the wound. Which, which happened to be this hole that this guy had made in his leg with the knife. That's and it then kind of burrowed in it? there and just tried to bite anyone that got it out. Hmm. So eventually they um, they did the classic, um, uh, oh, what's his name, Steve? Steve Irwin. Yes, thing. And poked it until it got really angry and bit one of them. And right. then yanked on the bit where it was biting them and pulled the lizard out of their leg. They should have just put some. I don't. What do lizards eat? Um, meat. Meat. Exactly. Yeah, just meat. Some, put some meat on his leg. His leg is meat. Oh well. Oh yeah. So like, fuck that meat. I've got loads of meat here, mate. Yeah. 
Marzipan. Everyone likes marzipan. Well, I think the moral it's... of this story is don't stab yourself in the fucking leg. Or don't go up mountains. Both good morals, and I'm I'm totally down with that. So yeah, that was a lot of links for a not that long story, but whatever. It was hmm. fun. So a man got a lizard in his leg, and they got it out, and uh, everyone lived happily ever after. One presumes so. I can't imagine he lived particularly happily after that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. That's going to be a lot of waking up in the middle of the night screaming. Mm. How? Where did like if the lizard had gone like round the back of his leg or something, that would have been uh, like or gone up his back and into one of his arms or something, just living inside him. I'm pretty sure you can't do that without like serious damage to all of you. Oh. Like, well, the, the, the skin isn't like a jumper. You can't just like run up the inside of it. Is it's basically just a tight onesie. I'm That's so glad that you never went into the medical field. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for that horrific tale, Dan. And uh, I think that brings us nicely on to everyone's favourite part of the show. Nobody's asked us to stop yet, so here is Poetry Corner. Excellent. And this week, uh, we're going to give uh, Mr. Rupert Kelly a bit of a rest. And I will be playing the part of uh, the Right Honourable Dr. Dre. Dan will be Snoopy Dog Dog. Snoop Doggy. What? Him? Snoop Lion, Graham. God. No, he's no uh, longer that anymore. Snoop Dogg. He's not Snoop Lion. He's now Snoop Dogg again. Yeah, he was He was a lion. Then he found out the dentists were calling uh, <laughs> calling yeah. Jihad on them. He's gone back to being a dog. And uh, Adam, you will be playing the part of Nate Dog. Are they related? Of course they are. How common a surname is a dog with two G's? Of course they're fucking related, you dunce. La-da-da-da-da. It's the motherfucking D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg. La-da-da-da-da. You know I'm mobbing with the D-R-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who's back up with this motherfucker? What, 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 what? So blaze the weed up then. Blaze it up, blaze it up. Just blaze that shit up, nigga. Yeah, sup Snoop. Top dog. Bite them all. Nigga burn that shit up. DPGC, my nigga turn that shit up. CPT, yeah we hooking back up. And when they bang this in the club, baby, you've got to get up. Thug niggers, drug dealers, yeah, they living it up. Low life, yo life, boy, we living it up. Taking chances while we dancing in the party for sure. Slipping my hoe, a 40 foe, and she got it in the back door. Bitch looking at me strange, but you know I just don't care. Step up in this motherfucker just to swing in my hair. Bitch quit talking, crip walk if you down this set. Take a bullet with some dick and take this dope from this jet. Out of town, put it down for the father of rap. If you ask getting cracked, bitch, shut your trap. Come back, get back, that's the part of success. If you believe in the X, you'll be relieving your stress. La da 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 da. It's the motherfucking DRE. Dr. Dre, motherfucker. La da 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 da. You know I'm mobbing with a do double G. Straight off the fucking streets of CPT. King of the beats, you ride to him in your fleet. 
Fleetwood. Or Coupe de Ville rolling on dubs. How you feeling? Whoop-de-whoop, nigger what? Dre and Snoop chronicled out in the lack. With a dock in the back, sipping on yak. Yeah. Clipping the strap, dipping through hoods. What hoods? Compton, Long Beach, Inglewood. South Central out to the west side. West side. It's California love. This California bud got a nick a gang of pub. I'm on one. I might bail up in the Century Club. With my jeans on, and my team strong. Get my drink on, and my smoke on. Then go home with something to poke on. What's up, bitch? Loke, it's on for the 2 triple O. Coming real, it's the next episode. Hold up, hey. My niggas, who be thinking we soft, we don't play. We gonna rock it till the wheels fall off. Hold up, hey. My niggas who be acting too bold, take a seat. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey, yeah, hey. Smoke weed every day. Lovely. Excellent. I feel enlightened and uplifted. I'm not entirely sure, like, what the 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 central theme of the the song was. It's uh, just um, like going around with your mate and. Um... It does, and, and smoking a lot of weed by the looks of it. Yeah, and uh, drinking mm. cognac. I think In a um, Cadillac. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of it is just we've got lots of money and uh, let's be obnoxious. Yeah, it is from that era of, of rap where that was basically it. Mm. But now he makes headphones, so fair play. Living the dream. Yeah. So, uh, well, that'll do then. Uh, or you can piss off... Um, Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, well, you can if you want, but I mean, what? we're going to ignore it. What's the point? Well, apparently, it makes you go up in the thing, and then like people will look at it and they'll go, "Oh, that looks like an interesting podcast." No, I might download that and listen to it, and then they'll immediately regret it. I was going to say, and then they'll listen to it and they'll stop thinking that. So, Dan, uh, you can tease ahead to the next episode, please. I can what? You can, uh, well, you've got to sell the next episode and make people want to listen. Next time on Two Star Podcast. Oh, right. Um, we haven't got any material yet, have we? Jesus Christ, Dan. Improvise, ne- man. Next time on the Two Star Podcast, one of the podcasters dies. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> right, well. Yeah. Or Wait, at no, least no, convincingly not, not going to overpromise or anything, are you? Uh, fair play. That's That would get me tuning in. So, right, well, anyway, um, fuck all y'all. We'll be back in two weeks uh, when one of us will will die. I guarantee yes. you that. Uh, you can vote for who you want to die um, in the iTunes review section. And on the Facebook and the Twitter, we're two-star uh, podcasts, but the word two, not the number. People, I can't imagine anyone has made that mistake because I can't imagine anyone's been searching for us. Um, how else can they get in touch? Ashley Madison, just our details are just in a open database that you can free yeah, browse it'll, online. Yeah, it'll be now. all over the place now. Yep. Adult Friend Finder, we're on there, I think. Yeah. Um, Any of those sites that are advertised all the time, um, like on porn sites, um, all of the kind of Facebook clones that, that involve having sex with people. Oh, yeah, we're on a lot. Uh, if you like the podcast, tell your friends. And if you don't, which is more likely... Um, Tell your friends anyway. I mean, fuck them. Yeah. Mm. Lie to them. Make yep. yeah. they're getting something good. brilliant. Yep. Fuck them over. All right. Fuck off then. Bye. Uh, yeah. yeah.
Smoke weed every day.